Welcome to the Digital Investors Podcast with Matt and Liz Rad, where we explore how you can invest in the new digital economy with expert interviews, proven strategies, and stories of success. Get inspired to grow your portfolio for the future. G'day everyone, this is Matt Rad here from the eBusiness Institute where we teach beginners how to not only start websites or online businesses, but also how to buy online businesses. Now, today's interview, what we love doing here is speaking with industry experts to help you guys get out there into the marketplace, owning these online assets. And today's expert, I'm really excited to introduce to you guys. A lot of you will already know Jeanette. So Jeanette is, uh, today we have Jeanette Jifkins from Onyx Legal. She is one of Australia's premier lawyers in this space of buying and selling websites and digital assets. So welcome, Jeanette. Thank you for coming on. Thanks very much, Matt. Lovely to be here. Yeah, and I am actually, today's topic is really important because we get asked a lot, as you know, by our beginners who are coming into this new space. They either want to start an online business or they've seen a great website to buy and they're just getting into buying websites. And that is, Jeanette, around the topic of domain names, but particularly here in Australia, this it's slightly confusing with this, do I need an ABN to register a domain name type question? So that's the topic for today. You up for answering some questions for our audience today on that one? Absolutely. Cool. So um, just so, it, just in case those of you listening don't know Jeanette, as I just mentioned, she is one of Australia's leading lawyers, I think, obviously, the leading lawyer, I don't know whether I'm allowed to say that, for all things legal um, when it comes to websites. So the really cool thing about Jeanette is she's done our course here at the eBusiness Institute. She's been, she was one of our first students, actually, nearly a decade ago. Um, you were on one of our very first courses where we taught people how to buy and sell websites, both you and, and your husband, Tony. And so what's really cool about that is it's very rare to find a lawyer who actually understands the ins and outs of what it's like to build a passive website. And Jeanette does this herself with her husband, Tony. Both of them have been actively buying and building websites for the last decade, um, following our, our courses and stuff. But what that means is we can ask Jeanette very practical questions that are legal. So, of course, I'm not allowed to give a legal opinion, but apparently Jeanette can because she's a lawyer. So, <laughs> and not only that, a very good one. So, it is. Re- this is a really important topic, Jeanette, as you know, and Jeanette's been speaks at all our live events, like at our boot camps and things like that. And this is one of the questions that constantly comes up um, at boot camps and our live events, and that is around this, this ABN um issue. So Jeanette, let's start out with the scenario. Someone's looking to buy a website on Flipper and they notice it's a .com.au. Where are we at there when it comes to that domain name? Okay. Um, Let's do a little bit of background for our international audience to start with. So an ABN means an Australian business number. Yes. Okay. Um, and you register it through um, the Australian Business Register. So to be back to basics, abr.gov.au is where people register an ABN, so an Australian business number. You, depending on what type of domain name you want to buy, will make a difference on whether or not you need an ABN. So if you're looking for a .com, 
uh, or any ending that doesn't involve a .au, you don't need an ABN. You're all good. Go for your life. If you you do want a .au, sorry, yeah? So can I jump in? So it's really clear because we've got a lot of beginners who will listen. This is really important. So for you beginner Australians who are looking at buying websites and stuff, if you're buying a .com, you're good to go. You, you can yep. do that under what? Your personal name, sole trader, as a business, in a trust, however you want, can't you? There's no restrictions there. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so when um, you're starting out, it's probably most convenient, isn't it, just to buy under, say, your personal name? Probably, yeah. Because, you know, you're just learning. Um, yeah. You don't know whether it's going to be a big deal or not yet. Once you have an inkling, then you can decide what structure you want to put it into. But when you're just starting out and just beginning and want to have a go, personal name's fine. Okay. Um, cool. And actually, that's the other thing about not getting a .au. If you're going for a .com or something like that, you can even put privacy settings so you don't have to have your personal details on there. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So really, in, in the first big, I think, important point that I'd like to get out, and it's great that you can legally give legal advice here is that when you're a beginner starting online, it's probably safe to say it's really easy to start with just a basic.com domain name. Yep. Anyone. Absolutely. Yeah. So so let's now move to the the fun bit that is today's topic. What happens next if it's a .com.au or what do you need? so we now have, as of March 2022, we now have .au mm-hmm. by itself. So you don't need to, yeah, you don't need to go for the .com, .net, uh, sorry, .com.au or the .net, .au or .org or any of those. You can just go for a .au. But to do that, you must demonstrate a connection to Australia. And okay. one of the ways to do that is to have your ABN. Yeah. Um, Another way to do that is to have an Australian registered trademark. Mm -hmm. So if you've got one of those two things, then you can apply for a .com.au or a .net.au. Now, there are other rules applying to the sort of what's considered the non-business space, like the Mm -hmm. .orgs um, and the .asns. Um, So, sorry, with the .au on the end. Uh, If you're in those spaces, then you can um, apply without an ABN because it's a community organisation. But you still have to demonstrate that connection to Australia. So um, the ways in which you demonstrate it are usually with an ABN. It's just the quickest and simplest way to do it. Um, if If you can demonstrate, I don't know, an Australian audience and that kind of thing, uh, for an existing community organisation, then you can probably get it through. But it's just, it's it's heaps easier. You, there's no other way to do it other than your trademark and your ABN if you're looking for a .com.au or a .net.au. Yeah, so, that, so the reason I wanted Jeanette to mention that, guys, is that as some of you may have seen, when you say when you're on Flipper looking to buy websites, where some of the, the bargain sites that we get people emailing us about, Jeanette, is, oh, wow, hey, Matt, we've just seen this .com.au. Should we buy, be buying this? And then if you're an overseas buyer, you're not based here in Australia, obviously that's a barrier 
because it is, it the is. bottom line is, so we said .coms, really simple, very straightforward. If you're an overseas person to buy an Australian website with a .com.au, it starts to get tricky. And I would suggest you reach out to Jeanette and have a chat to her about it. But as you just heard, you can get around it if you've got a, a, an Australian trademark. So there are ways to do it. But in essence, that's not a simple thing. But let's now take it. So one thing I want to point out, Jeanette, as you know, as you've seen at our boot camps, that's where you can get bargains on Flipper when you're buying websites, you're buying these Australian websites. That's why, guys, if you're Australian, I highly recommend you look out for Australian websites that come up for sale on Flipper because the buying market of those websites is dramatically reduced now because overseas yeah. people can't easily buy them. So it means the multiples come down and we can typically get them a lot cheaper. So that's a really good thing. So let's now cater for our Australian audience here. Hi, guys. Okay. Um, everyone out there, this is where the bargains are, but you still need to be understand what the deal is with buying a .com.au and having an ABN to go with it. So let's look at yeah. that. What, what, what are the rules around that for an Australian to buy those? Um, well, it's fairly straightforward. If you've got an ABN um, in the application process, you just put in your ABN and it gets um, usually gets verified by yep. your registrar before the point of purchase, and then you you can go through with it. Um, there is an explanation point. So normally if you're, say your business name is something, you know, website builders, PTY, LTD, um, yep. or, or you just have a business name, website builders, and you want to register a website that is much more specific, um, like eBusiness Institute or something like that. Yeah. Um, you have to you have to put a little explanation into your application to say yes, this is the kind of business we're in. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and it does appear that trading websites is a legitimate business because um, so website, it should be. Yes. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> there are plenty of people who manage to register domains because that's the business they're in: buying and selling domain names. Uh, and that's how they demonstrate a, a connection. And because buying a domain name is um, first come, first served, so there's no, the only way you can get a higher interest in a domain name is to have a registered trademark. Yeah. Uh, other than that, it's first first in, first, you know, the, the first person who wants to buy it is the one who, who can get it. Uh, and that is why sort of domain name traders and everybody can actually accumulate domain names. Yeah, so, so can I clarify that with the next important question that you've had asked of you many a time by our students, uh, particularly our students who are buying up lots of websites. Can you, do you need multiple ABNs to buy up multiple .com.au's? Goodness, no. So the beauty of an yeah the beauty of an ABN is once you register it with it, regardless of the entity you register it with, if you've got a company or a sole trader or a partnership, whatever you do, your ABN um, allows you to register a whole bunch of different trading names, if you like, yep. with that one ABN. And if you when you register the ABN that you say you're in you know, website development or something like that. Or website um, investing or whatever or 
Yeah, yep. you just nom- you nominate the category, um, which is the ATO category, and they got expanded in the second half of year- last year. So yep. now you can nominate, I think, I think it's up to four categories or cool. subcategories in whatever heading you've got. And as long as it somehow has a connection to those categories, you can use the one ABN and register as many domain names as you like. Yep. So that's great for our students who are... Um, building their digital agencies, they can use their digital agency, create an ABN for that, and under that, they can register as many um, .com.au's as they want with that one ABN. That's right, absolutely. So there you go, guys. We know you get, you ask us, everyone always asks Jeanette that question, you know, do I need to set up multiple ABNs? So that then, the other question I think that that, brought out that you started to touch on and I know you and I talk about this is doing due diligence on the domain name so before you go ahead and register a .com.au what are some of the key considerations that you like to help your clients with from a legal point of view do a simple search you know just a browser search on the domain name that you're looking for Um, one to see what similar competitors are out there so, you know, if there is another domain name out there that has a hyphen in it or has the official or something else like that, you've got to consider what kind of competition is potentially out there. But also it's worth checking to see if there's a registered trademark. So we had a client um, some years ago now who was using a brand name domain name with a .com.au Unfortunately, the American company came into the Australian market and they straight away registered the trademark. It took the trademarks take between six to, at the moment, 12 months to go through. Mm -hmm. Um, Once they had that um, trademark registered, then they went after our client and said, hey, you're infringing our trademark. Um, So you don't want to be in that position. So what you need to do is look at, is it a unique um, domain name is it if it's a unique name does it have a registered trademark we've also seen that in the past where we had a client paying $25,000 for a website um, yep. so it was an e-commerce business and the domain name was a registered trademark and the seller didn't own the trademark someone else did okay. so you know that's a risk and you, you really don't want to be in the position of that risk. And when you, the, so ipaustralia.gov.au is where you search for an Australian trademark. It's very easy. Just put in your search, the generic terms for the trademark. So if it's eBusiness Institute, you would put in eBusiness Institute, you know, yeah. or just eBusiness and see what comes up. And check and see if there's any other similar domain names because you don't want to be going and buying an e-commerce business, for example, and not have the trademark because that's a real risk because yeah. potentially you'd have to rebrand and change everything. Um, we were fortunate in the client that we work with where the American company came in that their business was not centred around their website. Their website was really just a brochure site so that you had somewhere to find them. Yeah. Their, yeah, their income was in their database. So, so did we they just, to, did, so in that instance, it's a pretty easy resolution. It's just you change the domain name. 
rebrand, yep. yeah, just change the yep. domain name, which is not as dramatic as it sounds. I, what, what I want to reiterate, Jeanette, here and for everyone, if you're a beginner, I know this sounds a bit scary and stuff. It's actually not. Just please remember what we said at the beginning of this interview. Dot-coms are, are absolutely fine and totally different. You can have very similar sounding dot-coms. We do. Everyone does. There's, the dot-coms are always similar. It's what, Where it gets tricky is here in Australia with dot-com.au's. If you're at all worried about it and you're looking at buying a website that's a significant investment, for goodness sake, have a chat with Jeanette about it if it's a .com.au domain name because, as Jeanette said, you do need to do a little bit of due diligence on them in that the main so – so I'm correct. The main concern that you would look for on behalf of the client is just is it a trademark term here in Australia? Other than that, um, you're pretty okay. Well, no, not just is it a trademark term, but is there another business out there using it? So, for example, okay, we've yep. got because because a lot of um, a lot of people uh, are looking at lo supporting local businesses, so building local yep. business websites or buying local business websites. Mm -hmm. If you've got, you know, there might be somebody operating in the Sydney area using a very similar domain name. And, yep. or having registered a similar domain name but not actually using it yet, you know, or might just have advertising on it. If you're going to set up a domain name in a different state, say WA, and you've got a business you're going to operate in Perth, just be aware of where the market's going to go depending on the domain name yes, and how yes. to make sure you use your SEO to differentiate yeah. Um, and if another domain name for someone in a different state, similar business, is not being used, the possibility of purchasing that, you know, yeah. and, and whether it's worthwhile, you know, it's part of the strategy, which is one of the things you talk about is, you know, the strategies of building your online business or, or improving or growing an online a, a website that you've bought are looking at how you can get more traffic to your website or how you can get more leads or whatever. And one of the ways to do that is if someone else is using it in another state and they're not actually using it effectively, can you buy it from them? Yeah, and that's a really common strategy. It's actually a really smart thing to do. Um, we, we, Liz was just on, on, on a Zoom call yesterday doing exactly that. She privately approached someone to say, hey, notice you haven't been using, you're not doing much with your website. Are you interested in selling it to us? And she jumped on a Zoom call and having a chat to them. And that can work really, really well as, as well. Because lots of people do sit on their domain names and they do nothing with them. Um, yeah. So, Jeanette, there's been some really interesting changes you mentioned too about the .au. Can you give us an update uh, what that means for us Australians holding these sorts of domain names or wanting to have a .au domain name? Okay, so then the... Policies around domain names are published on the Outer website, which is Outer, is it, it's Outer.org.au, I think. But anyway, if you just search A-U-D-A, -A, you'll find it. Yep. Um, awesome. That is, that is the top registrar body in Australia that licenses all the other registrars able to allow you to register your .com.au. Um, they published new, a new policy in August of last year which allows for the registration of a .au by itself as a top-level domain name ending. Um, that 
became live in March of this year and until September of this year, if you already have a .com.au or a .net.au, you can get priority registration of your .au. And we are recommending that you do that to, one, protect your brand because there's a risk if someone else purchases it that they could potentially steal your customers. Um, yes, or yeah. they could, you know, there is a risk of fraud there. If some, if you've got a high turnover web, website, a lot of money coming through, there is the potential for a, a dodgy business um, to set up using the same domain name with just the .au and essentially charge your customers without delivering the same services that you're delivering. So that's a risk. So we're looking at risk mitigation here. Um, and, yeah, brand protection. Uh, so yeah. using yeah. using your .au to protect your brand and retain your IP and that kind of thing. And you just redirect it the same as you do with any other, yeah. you know, if you've got multiple domains. It doesn't mean building a new website. Uh, it just means securing your interests and yeah. strengthening whatever you're creating. Your yeah, your online presence. Yeah, it's just securing your online assets, really. It's like for the sake of 20 bucks or whatever it costs to, to, reg- to register that .au. At the moment, it's, yeah, it's not expensive. So, yeah. So they've gotten to what date? September 2022? So, yeah, 20, I think it's 20 September 2022 is when go. it expires and then it's a free-for-all. Okay. <laughs> so, so if you, you haven't so got it by go, then. Guys. If, well, that's a great tip for any Australian listeners um, who own .com.au's. Just go out and grab the .au version as well. You've gotten up until September 2022 to register the .com au version of your .com.au um, domain names. That is Absolutely. awesome, Jeanette. So thank you so much for coming along and sharing those updated legal tips on whether or not we need an ABN to register a domain name here in Australia. And if anyone wants uh, to reach out to you and contact you, what's the best way for them to contact you? Uh, the You can go on our website, which is www.onyx onyx.legal or you can just send us an email so advice at onyx onyx.legal um, and just pop us a line we can help you with trademarks we can help you with any questions you have around domain names happy to do that awesome yes thank you Jeanette well and and Jeanette you, we we know how much you've helped out our community here when they're buying and selling websites particularly our beginners but also I know you help a lot of our very advanced clients as well who are going gangbusters with their websites online. So a big thank you. And I would highly recommend, yeah, if you want to speak to Jeanette and get legal advice based around websites or the online space, even if you're overseas, reach out to Jeanette and have a chat to her. Thank you so much for coming along, Jeanette. And if you've enjoyed this this podcast or this interview, make sure you hit the like button, of course, and subscribe and check out some of our other interesting and fascinating interviews with industry experts on how you can buy and sell websites. Thanks, Jeanette. Thanks, Matt. You've been listening to a Digital Investors podcast with Matt and Liz Rad from the eBusiness Institute. If you'd like more great content, interviews and inspiration, make sure you subscribe here in your podcast app or visit digitalinvestors.com for more insights into the future of investing online.